With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. Hobo. We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, Mike, if I told you November 1st, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go back. November 1st. And I said to you, okay, at the end of the season, next year, 2024, the only NFC East head coach who's going to be back is going to be Brian Dable. What kind of odds would you have given me then? And what kind of odds would you give me now? Let's see. We would have known one coach was being fired for sure. Yeah. In Ron Rivera, right? Okay, but that's fine. Fine. We all get stipulated to that. Fine. But the other odds, I mean, what are we talking? 100 to 1? Eagles were 10 and 1 at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Thousand one. I, I don't, in terms of setting odds, that is not my forte. Making sense once they're out, sure. But that initial line of trying to figure out, particularly the Sirianni part of the equation, like McCarthy, I, I, I would have said it was a coin flip based on how they did it. <laughs> so maybe it's not as long a, a shot as uh, maybe we'd look at first glance. But uh, here we are after absolute collapses. And, and if you ponder it with, and, and couple it with one other, right, the marksmanship of C.J. Stroud, now brilliant he was against the heretofore impenetrable Cleveland Browns defense, you got three teams that no-showed. I mean, they were terrible. Cleveland looked good for about a quarter, right? And then the wheels fell off. And then Dallas and Philly just no-showed. It was an absolute weekend of shock 
when it comes to what we saw. We didn't have great games. I told you last hour. Yep. Hey, the drama we didn't get, we made up for in shock value, right? We got we got the shock value. We got the Cowboys losing. We got the Eagles losing. We're going to hear from Nick Sirianni coming up in a couple of minutes. But let me just say this, right? When you think about should these teams make any big changes going into next year, right? Should they both – should they fire Mike McCarthy in Dallas? Should they fire Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia? The thing is this, the end of the season was so bad for both of them, for both the Cowboys and the Eagles. For the Cowboys, it was the shock of losing at home and giving up all kinds of points to Jordan Love and having a perfect passer rating in his first ever NFL playoff head start. For the, for the Eagles, it was a six-week spiraling, circling the drain, like you're one of those things in a mall where you put a penny in, you watch it go all the way around <laughs> and around, and eventually just watch it go all the way down. Um, both of those were so unbelievably bad that if I ask you this question, the answer the answer is no. If I say, "Hey, they were you know the Eagles got to the playoffs, the Cowboys got played, won the division. Can these teams run it back next year?" The answer is no. It's it's just that simple. Can either of these teams run it back next year? Can't. The Cowboys need big changes, and it ain't going to be Dak. Right, As much as I say, hey, the Cowboys wanted to move on from Dak, I couldn't say no. It's going to be McCarthy strictly because Jerry Jones is going to be itching to make a move and he's going to find it irresistible that names like Harbaugh and Belichick mm-hmm. uh, you know, are out there uh, to, to be interviewed. And Pete Carroll as well. Carroll, find even Vrabel to a lesser extent. Right? Sure. But sure. You know, you, you got some big name guys. or You have guys that won Super Bowls. You have big sought after. You have a lot of big names. This is not just an offseason of hey, well, uh, you know, here's uh, offensive coordinator, it guy of the moment, X, or defensive coordinator of the moment, it guy, Y. No, this is going to be impossible for Jerry Jones to not scratch that itch. The guy's 81. He wants to win. At some point, he's got to understand, I got to bring in somebody who can set the culture. Because for the Cowboys, they lose for two reasons. They lose, one, they're not good enough, right? The Cowboys, yeah, 12 wins each of the last three years. But look at this year. Were the Cowboys, did you ever think the Cowboys one of the top three or four teams in football no you never did they were always good and maybe they were better but you know, so good teams lose in the playoffs sometimes they lose their first game sometimes they lose the second game but they lose they weren't an elite team but more so than that the cowboys lose mainly because they're not strong enough mentally they can't just go out and play football. Everything's got to be filled with drama. They have wild swings of emotion. Even the players, they came into this season, the first game of the year against the Giants, they wanted to smoke the Giants. Oh, look at what we did. They came in up that high. And what did I tell you at the time? This is great for the Cowboys, but every week can't be the Super Bowl. Every week can't be that way. You have to find a way to be peaking at the right time, and sometimes you need business trips for wins. But the Cowboys can't do it that way. Every week is chip on our shoulder. Oh, this is the worst loss ever. Oh, we're coming back here. That goes with being the Dallas Cowboys. You have much more attention on you than any other team. But you have to find a way to be able to be strong enough mentally to make it through games, to power through a game like yesterday where, hey, we're the better team. Things aren't going our way early. We got to batten things down and make changes, make adjustments. But when you don't have that culture and you don't and you don't have that way about you that that you're bringing, you have leaders that are going to show you the way, you're not going to win 
And, and when, when you don't have the leaders who can do it to you, you're not going to be a strong team mentally. Who's be, is Mike McCarthy the leader or is he the head coach? He's the head coach. Is Dak Prescott the leader or is he the quarterback? He's the quarterback. I don't know who the leader of the Cowboys is because Jerry Jones won't hire anybody that can bring in and bring in a culture. Instead, it's just here's a guy to get the team playing at its best level. No, you need, you need to bring it away. The players need to buy in and, 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 and buy into what you're doing and what you're selling. And that's why the Cowboys don't win. If Jerry Jones hires a guy, that's a culture guy that can do that, then the Cowboys will start winning. Those are the two reasons why they don't win, and you saw it this weekend with that big loss to Green Bay. Yeah, it's it's difficult to to watch uh, a team like this, and, and look, it, it's also good to be validated uh, every now and again. You know, we certainly uh, throw darts, and, and some things go horribly wrong, and as I always say, if you're going to fail, fail spectacularly and leave no doubt. Um, but for the Cowboys, and well, we watched the Dolphins turtle up in the cold and and add more to the hey we can't win or play well at all if it's uh under 50 degrees and then certainly under 40 uh but with the the cowboys and the dolphins they were linked uh forever in the fact that all season long you and i just kept pointing out it's like they're not beating anybody that's any good right they're the front runners uh and not quite so far to go to the other fr word yeah we'll do it uh they were frauds uh, and they were exposed to such. And your point about leadership, you know, a lot of accolades, a lot of big numbers, Pro Bowl selections, and that's that's all fine and good. Uh, but then they got punched in the mouth and did not recover. And there's nobody on that sideline, right? C.D. Lamb and Dak and whatever their communication or lack there thereof is Mike McCarthy. The countenance doesn't really change much on the sideline, right? There's not the fiery disposition uh, to lose your mind when things are going wrong. Just a lot of standing around. Dan Quinn, uh, same deal. And and to some degree, yeah, that's good. I want the the unflappable thing. We talk about that in a quarterback, right? As much as we want that in a quarterback, we didn't like it when we actually saw it. You know, like in a guy like Jay Cutler. Highs, lows, whatever. Uh, but for coaches, you needed a little bit of fire, especially when you're getting your ass kicked. And you just didn't see that. There was a lot of blank stares, like, what do we do now? And even the shots up to the owner's box, Jerry Jerry Jones was looking around like he was going to find some magical answer on the wall behind him. So it was uh, a curious proposition. And, you know, with, with Dak, you know, he's, he's a guy that's homespun, homegrown, and is overachieved. Uh, his Tony Romo, who was in the booth, uh, earlier today, and boy, he was terrible. I, I actually turned the sound off on that game after a while because it wasn't even funny. Uh, but the the idea of uh, that was a guy that was an undrafted free agent who took slings and arrows all over the place. Like he overachieved, but people decided to deify him, uh, you know, and and make him the guy partially because of the star, and then the expectations grew once he outperformed what the original ones were. And I think to, to, for Dak, that's some of the same. And you don't have uh, that balance and you don't have a, a leadership role because the GM, everything goes back through Jerry Jones. There's not a pecking order all the way up. It, it's, it's the case of the Cowboys can't not do anything. And so this is where it doesn't at some way it doesn't really matter if you think McCarthy's got to go or not. Something's got to change. And when you have other guys that that may be better head coaches and that and that's a guy you can bring in and maybe have an uptick in it. Well, that's what you have to do. Well, it goes back to the uh, line, even you know when uh, Sean Payton. Well, I can't get rid of all the offensive line and everything else. 
Mm. Right? You know, it's that same principle. It's like, I, I can't get rid of all the players. Yes, you, you're going to have turnover and change, but certainly you've gone and three straight years, you're 12 and five, three straight years, you're going home extraordinarily early. So McCarthy is going to be out because you can't run it back. What about Nick Sirianni? Well, before we get to him, let's listen to what he had to say following the Eagles getting eliminated tonight at the hands of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where's his future? Here's Nick Sirianni. Halftime, Swift had about four carries. What was the flow of the offense in the first half? Yeah, we just were we were just a little out of sync. Obviously, um, you know, we had the big play to Devontae. Besides that, we were just a little bit out of flow. That's always going to start with me. Uh, wasn't good enough. Um, obviously, we're not putting them in good enough positions. And so, you know, sometimes when you're in second and long, uh, and third and long, you're and you're not continuing drives. It's easy to look at the stat sheet and say oh, they didn't run it enough. But you know, there's there's things that aren't being accounted for. You're in second and long. You're in third and long. And if not, there's nothing to say that you can't run it there but it's going to be harder to pick up a first down in those scenarios so whenever you're out of flow like that and not in sync like we were um it's going to be hard to get your get your carries when you're behind the sticks and we had a two-minute drive there as well so hey listen uh, we need to we need to be able to run it more obviously we we weren't able to today to get into a flow and that's that's on me those third and shorts in the season oh uh, obviously we, we were in a in a big slide and you know, um, anytime, anytime that's the case, I always look at myself first, and I didn't do a good enough job. And, and obviously, we lost five of the last six, and lost today. Uh, and, and it's almost like you, you couldn't get out of the rut. We we couldn't get out the rut we're in, and that's and that's all of us. Uh, We'll all have to look ourselves in the mirror and, and accept that, and uh, you know, just find find answers, find solutions. Uh, but obviously, you know, when you start ten and one. Um, you know, and then you and then you get into what what happened for us. Obviously, that the expectations were high. Um, expectations were even higher when we started off ten and one, and we fell into a skid. So I'll look at everything. I'll look at, you know, obviously the play calling. I'll look at the, um, you know, the scheme. I'll look at, you know, practices. I'll look at uh, everything, everything that we're doing, um, because, you know, I think that. The past two years, you know, did some things. Uh, um, we got hot a little bit at the end, um, and then this year wasn't that case. So anytime that's the case, you're going to look at, look for answers in those, in those scenarios, um, you know, because it's not always the, the answer isn't always like okay, we finished hot last year, lost our last game, um, do the same thing. You got to be able to adjust. We did some adjusting the things, but we'll look at everything. So there's Nick Sirianni. We're going to look at everything. Uh, here's the thing. As much as I just said, yeah, look, you can't run it back with Mike McCarthy, it's even worse if the Eagles try to run it back with Nick Sirianni. This was a six-week slide when you were 10-1, and one, and suddenly your team is not even showing up. They, they didn't even look like they were in the game tonight. They were just going through the motions. Jalen Hurts is making ridiculously bad decisions, saying, I can top what Dak Prescott did yesterday. Uh, this is where I look and go, what happened to you? Why is there such as this big disconnect? As, as much as McCarthy is going to sit here and, and hold the bag for what happened, if you had to choose that one of these guys that has to be replaced between Sirianni and McCarthy, I'll go for Sirianni over McCarthy. Yeah, I'll, I'll still take McCarthy. 
Uh, first, I'm taking care of Dan Quinn and, and excising him from the building because uh, I don't know any amount of PowerPoints and talking points he can try to come up with that are going to excuse uh, the defensive effort against the Packers yesterday, unless they're just going to post a picture of LaFleur and, and Jordan Love and say, hey, we were beaten by the best. Uh, Simpsons carnival reference uh, from way back in the day. Uh, Jim Varney uh, as the guest star. But, yeah, it's... I would still go McCarthy, but I would understand and half expect Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie based on their uh, disposition today uh, to decide that it's done, right? Losing the coordinators, you eked out some wins, and they were imperfect. And all along during the season, Jason, it was the, all right, is this what we're going to get where it's the year of living dangerously or is time going to run out or will they fix it? And given Sirianni's history and what the Eagles roster, at least what we believe the roster strength to be, that they'd snap out of it. Instead, they went into a deeper and deeper spiral. And now we sit here today and Sirianni saying, I'm worried about the guys and everything right now in the post. Because, you know, unlike Mike Tomlin, he actually answered a question about his job. Exit out by the Fresca, exit Swollen Dome. We'll, we'll get into that Mike Tomlin drop the mic moment coming up in a bit. And also, what team do I feel even better about that they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year? It's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
Is this Weird Al? I think this is Weird Al. Hey, it's Al. Is this the Weird Al version? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Look how smart I am. I mean, you asked, so did you really know it? No, I, I said, I don't think that, I think this is Weird Al. This no, is a you asked version. us. I No, I didn't. Hey, I just, it's Al. Just right there, I did. It's about time to get out uh, Weird Al back on the show again. We had, what, 10 years ago when Word Crimes came out? Yeah, you creeped them out a little bit, though. Got to get Weird Al back on. I'm working on something else to be determined. Oh, boy. I can't, I can't wait. What, 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 what? You, okay, we can't have your brothers on the show. But after, Richie won an Emmy tonight. I did, but we can't have your brothers on the show when they're riding a tractor away from Hallis Hall saying, look at all the stuff we got. We can't have that, Mike. Can't have it. Well, I think it would make for good audio. <laughs> We're just about making good radio. That's all that matters. Uh, hey, speaking of good audio, how about this? Uh, yes, we'll get back into the Eagles and, and the Bucks because there's one guy we really have to spotlight after the game he had tonight. But big bit of drama following the Steelers' loss to the Bills today, and this is Mike Tomlin, who gets asked all kinds of crazy questions, usually has fun one-liners, something mm-hmm. crazy to say, very authoritatively way to tell you to not ask that question again. Uh, but here he is in the middle of his press conference. He is asked a question about his contract. And this question was the end of the Mike Tomlin press conference. Mike, you have a year left on your contract. And he just walked off. He decided that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to answer. Now, now if she'd asked, and that was Brooke Pryor, uh, and she put it up saying, hey, here's the uh, response to my question. It's like, you didn't really ask the question. He said, you know, if you'd framed it in the... Are you going to fulfill the last year of your contract? Maybe you could have forced an answer or the eye roll would be even bigger. No, I, honestly, and, and here's where I am with Mike Tomlin. And as much as I, I told you, we talked about it last hour. He's not the problem. Mike Tomlin's fine. You don't have a quarterback. That, that's the you do not. Have, oh, if sure. You had a league average guy. You'd be a Super Bowl contender, and as long as you do that in the off season, and 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 don't try to walk away and say, "Oh, Kenny Pickett's no, Kenny Pickett stinks." Mason Rudolph's a career backup. You got to go get somebody better. But here's the thing: is that this is when you ask and answer that question. Season's over, right? Season's up. If if you want to sit here and you know getting into it, getting into a game, and and that question is asked on Wednesday of this week, it's you know you want to walk away. Do what are you doing? I, well, I'm I'm getting ready for a bleeping playoff game. You're asking me about my contract. As much as it's something everybody talks about, don't ask me this now. Ask me when the season's over. Well, the season's over. So yeah, I, I think this is kind of a question that you can ask at this point. Hey. You have a year left on your contract. Anything, even if you want to say, "Hey, I haven't thought about it yet. I've always wanted to come back." The season is over. When's our next press conference, Mike? Oh, are we going to sit down tomorrow? You going to come to the station? We're going to sit down and talk about this. When are we going to do? This is when you ask it. I when the season is over, because the season's over, right? So you can ask a question like that. So I thought Mike Tomlin walking away. I get he was mad. I get he was upset. But dude, you've you, you you've answered questions now for the better part of two decades. All right, you 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 know what it's like talking to me. Do you? 
know what it's not. This was a grandstanding moment by him because he wanted to say, oh, look, look, at, I'm, look, look at me. I'm, I'm not thinking about this. How dare you ask a question like this? I'm walking off. I'm thinking about the guys. No, this is a question that was asked to you because you're the guy that does the postgame press conference all the time. Not Mason Rudolph, not Najee Harris, not TJ Watt. You're the guy. This question was to you about your future. The season is over. Right. Yeah, answer it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't walk away and make it seem like, oh, this question was completely out of bounds because it's not. Before the season ends, yes. After the season, no. That's a question you can ask. But it's also a thing the last week. I mean, you'd have to have had your, your head in a you know, buried in the old proverbial sand to not have seen this story, right? It's been everywhere about the potential of him walking away and pausing. You know, he's going to meet with his family and talk about his future and all of that stuff. It, it's been everywhere. So obviously it's it's something that is a, a question to be asked by the, the folks assembled there. And Steelers fans, wherever they fall on the love or maybe less than love with Tomlin. And again, you know, organizational stability being one thing that Pittsburgh prides itself on, the fact that he's down to the final year of a deal. It, it is an issue. And it's his prerogative to walk away. It's my prerogative to just say, you know what, it's, it's not hard to say we just lost a tough playoff game. we got a lot to evaluate uh, and, you know, get ready for 2024. You just that, said... It's my prerogative. I could do just what I feel. It's my prerogative. Oh, that's it. No one can tell me what good. to do. It's my prerogative. Now, I if made he'd this sung that, that would have been even better. Right, Ted? We out of here. It's my, it's but my, you know I mean? it's, like, it's my. You, you could just say one or two lines and just walk off into the sunset. That's fine. You can give a non-committal answer, but then, you know, you do kind of a roll of the eyes and walk away. I don't know. I, I just thought it was a bad look. I got this person over here talking about me, this person, this person. Hey, let me tell you, it's my prerogative. I do what I want to do. I made this money. You didn't. Now, if he did the dance to go with it then, then that's a whole other thing. Yeah, look, it could have been a better look from Tomlin. I mean, I get it, but that it just it was just such a grandstanding moment. I'm like, dude, this is when you asked that, man. Come on. Just but, it, answer, but it wasn't even a question about to. him being fired. Yeah. Right, because that was speculation. You know, when things were at at their worst during the course of the year, and and I don't think it was ever a a question of hey, they're gonna just run him out of town. Yeah, this would be one case where I think if he were to leave, you'd have a mutual parting of the ways. Very rare uh, occurrence, uh, as, as it were. But it, it was something that, for as long as he's been there, it was a topic of conversation. You got to the playoffs, positivity. People riding high, but there's only one year left on the deal. Answer the damn question. No, and and reporters aren't doing their job if someone's Correct. not asking about this after the game is over. And I always subscribe to this, and I wish that that athletes and coaches would understand that I because because here's the thing is that I'm not doing my job if I don't ask you the question. You can answer however the hell you want to. Absolutely. I'm not going to tell you how to answer. You could tell me to go blank myself. You can say, I'm not answering that right now. You could say no comment. You can answer however you want to answer. But I got to ask the question. And if you take umbrage at that, I'm sorry. That's on you. That's your fault. And that's when you wind up looking bad when you can't answer. Because all he's got to do is just say, not thinking about that right now. What's next?
That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Say however you want. But instead, no, I'm just going to walk away. Oh, I'm just going to walk away because I, oh, this question, this question. Dude, just answer it, man. Just, just, be, just, just be a man and just stand, stand up and answer it. You know, you know it's a topic. You knew you were going to get the question. You knew all of this. And this is what you get. I mean, no, all of that just, just struck me as, oh, here I am. I want to stand up and I want to just really strike a blow for people asking me about my future. I get that it's come up. And up until now, if people wanted to ask you, yeah, hey, it's not a question. Nope, nope, something else, something else. But now it is, right? Now it is, and that's Mike Tomlin. Uh, meanwhile, let's get to the Bills for a couple of minutes because they win tonight. And, again, I think one of the underlying currents of, of every game is going to be, the referees were terrible. Okay, that's fine. They're always going to say referees are terrible. The Bills dominated the Steelers. The Steelers came into this game flat. And whether your name is the Dallas Cowboys or the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Philadelphia Eagles, doesn't matter what talent level you're at. If you come into a playoff game flat in the NFL, you're going to lose. Right? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter how great you are. If you come into a playoff game flat, you're going to lose. Because all three of these games I told you about that we watched this weekend, all three of the losing teams came in flat. The three winning teams came in with an edge to take this game. So guess what? They're going on in the playoffs. And the Steelers came out flat. It was a bad game for them. And Josh Allen put two touchdowns on the board. And the Steelers chased that the rest of the game. But I told you last week, this is a different Bills team. They were going to when when they when they figured out all their issues after the big Monday night loss, I said they're going to win every game the rest of the way. They're going to win the last four games of the season and they did. They're going to come into the playoffs being the best team in the AFC and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And what happened? They won the last four games and I said it last week, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. And right now, I can't bet against them. They came out and did everything they needed to do. And more importantly, as good as C.J. Stroud was, as good as Jordan Love was, give me Josh Allen the rest of these playoffs. He's a guy that is on a mission, that did everything today, nearly ran for 100 yards and a touchdown. He threw for three touchdowns. Give me Josh Allen and this Bills team on a mission. They finally got the home game against the Chiefs next week. They're going to roll the Chiefs next week. This is going to be a game that's 17 nothing before the Chiefs even know what hit them because this is not a great Chiefs team they just happened to play a Dolphins team that was not equipped at all to play in this game and didn't even want to show up but this is a Bills team that is motivated they are peaking at the right time they figured out when do we need to be playing our best football from our past postseason failures this is the year the Bills get to the Super Bowl I said it last week I'll double down on it now I feel great about Bills to the Super Bowl this year look forward to a a Bills Ravens matchup that's for sure but you got two of the top five defenses in the game the Chiefs at 17.3 per and the Bills at 18.3 uh, after they had their little come to Jesus moment uh, they, it all came together and defensively uh, putting up some big efforts down the stretch no question about it uh, and the turnovers uh, have been the key and, and look in that game that's really what it comes down to can you force Mahomes into an error you know his receivers are going to give you a couple of opportunities on tip balls. you got to make the most of that, right, given the number of drops through the years. And the other side is Josh Allen. He's going to give you a couple of YOLO balls. Do you make the most of them, right? James Cook, do, do they get the, the offense moving through him and the run game going? For Allen, you're always going to have to spy him because you're going to have those big moments, uh, big running efforts. But – Who's winning the turnover battle? I mean, that's the game. 
I haven't seen the uh, the over under for that one. I think as uh, we started seeing the odds coming out a little bit tonight, Jason. So uh, excitement because we get into the next line of bet, 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 bet. Um, the total is forty six. Bills are favored by two and a half. Yeah, no, give me the bills, easy. Give me the bills. All right, let's let's keep going there. Since uh, you gave that, uh, you, you just said easy. Uh, Lions six and a half, uh, forty nine the total against the Bucks. Give me the Lions. I said before, you know, I don't know if you know this or not because I don't bring it up that much. But before the season, I told you the Lions were going to the Super Bowl. So yeah, can I just say give me the Lions in this one? I, I picked the Rams to win that game. I'm still salty about the PI that wasn't called, but that's fine. You still had four minutes to do something. The clock management and timeout management that we normally associate with McCarthy and all these others didn't come into play this one for him, <laughs> but it did for McVay on company. They made some disastrous choices. By the way, Matthew Stafford probably shouldn't have been playing, but boy, he got up and still balled out, didn't he? Uh, 49ers, 10-point favorites against the Packers. 50 is your total. Oh, yeah. G- give me the over. Give me the Niners. Give me the Lions and the Niners and the Bills and the Ravens in the conference championship. Ravens minus 945 and a half, the total. Yeah, I also really wanted your prediction to be wrong, so I really rooted against the Lions for that. (laughs) Why? You want my wife's family to be unhappy, you jerk? I'm going to tell them you rooted against them. Watch what they do to you. You All you've done is tell me. Say that again? Wait till we tell them you really had the Rams. I didn't really. I didn't have the Rams. You're just making stuff up. Oh, we, we, we discussed this last week. What, what, what are you, what, we didn't discuss any of this. What are you talking about? Wait till they find out. <laughs> oh, you think Harmon's brother's being Richie from the Bear? Yeah, Pam's family's all from Detroit. Good luck, Frostburg. Good. They'll never find your body. They you think they're going to believe it. you over me? They're never going to find Come on. It. I said the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Are you kidding? Come on, man! Everybody I, knows you were joking. I can, I can run, I can run for mayor, or last night I can run for governor of Detroit. <laughs> but since they all paid a lot of money to come see Michigan at the Rose Bowl, mm. are they ready to pony up again to go to Vegas? Because <laughs> remember, Lions they've had a Vegas. lifetime plus to save yeah. that money. Oh yeah, they're not beating Lions. the Niners. Lions fans taking over Vegas. Look at they're that. They're not. They're not winning this week. Mm, That's right. Lions. Yeah, you thought they were going to lose last week and they won. Bet against them. Keep doubting my Lions. My wife's. I told you before the season. Lions. Yeah, they should have the lost Super that Bowl. game. They had three good drives. Super Bowl. Yeah, but who won and who lost? They didn't lose. Yeah, yeah, Lions. yeah. But you were calling for a blowout. I people texted me all over. They're going to blow these guys out. Like no, they're not. Lions. Mike, Lions. when the Lions lose, Lions. he's going to say, "I only had them to the divisional round." Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the Lions are going to the divisional round of the playoffs. What a horrible uh, how, prediction. How specific be. is that? Yeah, they're so good. They're going to the divisional round of the playoffs. I mean, that's pretty good for the Lions. <laughs> uh, hey, a guy who's pretty good as well is Steve DeSager. He's got what's trending right now in the wide world of sports. Some would say he is the Detroit Lions. Huh? Of update anchors what? here at Fox Sports Radio. No, I've actually been here the last 30 years. Wow. <laughs> That's my guy. Wow. I'm glad you were talking about Buffalo Bills. I had brought up on a pre-Christmas show on the weekends about, even though they were 7-6, and 8-6, and six, they had character qualities of this season's team that playoff teams have. First off, their quarterback's healthy enough to play every game, notable this year, and all five linemen in front of them 
healthy enough to start every game. And so first 15 games, Buffalo only gave up 20 sacks, while the Buffalo defense had 50 sacks. And with Josh Allen, they're the best at converting on third downs. About 50% of the time, they convert to a first down, which means great time of possession, top five in the league. When they get in the red zone of the opponent, the Bills turn it into a TD two-thirds of the time, unlike the Rams last night. Buffalo eliminated Pittsburgh today, 31-17. Josh Allen, three touchdown passes and a TD run. Buffalo will host Kansas City on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. KC hasn't played a road playoff game since the 2015 season. And, Mike, I'm glad you brought up the day Tony Romo had. Yet again, not a good one in the booth. Oh, it was terrible. And uh, here, here's an example. I think it's intercepted, Jim. It's high. Boston, just in case, it was deflected by Bernard. It was not And they're saying it Jim. hit the ground. Jim, 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 they're saying like it wasn't a pick. Jim, I saw Jim. you jumping up and down. <laughs> Jim, Jim, I can't believe that, Jim. Jim. <sighs> it's just it's not my fault, Jim. It's not my fault. We don't even have a person in the booth at this point. Just a caricature. <laughs> the Bills led 21 nothing in the second quarter. Buffalo with only two penalties, no turnovers. But yet again, the special teams were not special. Field goals, one for three today. One blocked, one missed badly. Tonight at Tampa Bay, Bucks eliminated... <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles. I'm personally considering it a mercy killing, but 32 to nine, the final. Baker Mayfield three touchdown passes. Eagles lost six of seven to finish things out. So Detroit will host Tampa Bay on Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. This Saturday night on Fox TV, Green Bay is at top seeded San Francisco in the divisional round. Houston's at Baltimore in Saturday's early game, 28 degrees in Baltimore this weekend. The Chargers talked to Jim Harbaugh about their coaching vacancy. Atlanta interviewed Bill Belichick. USC quarterback Caleb Williams officially declared for the NFL draft. In the NBA, 11 games on the MLK holiday, including the late game, Lakers beating Oklahoma City 112-105. Utah won its sixth game in a row. Cleveland won its fifth straight. Miami got an overtime win. Boston won again. Memphis beat Golden State. 116-107. Draymond Green returned, had 7.7 rebounds, but the Warriors' record is 18-22. Washington lost again. Spurs lost again. Wins for Philadelphia and Dallas. The Philly win was over Houston, and Joel Embiid, back from the knee inflammation, had 41 points in 31 minutes. Dallas beat New Orleans 125-120, even though Luka Doncic was out again with a sprained ankle. Kyrie Irving had 42 points for the Mavs, and Tim Hardaway Jr. had 41. College basketball wins for Marquette and Michigan. NHL, Boston won again. Victories for Vegas and L.A. Back to you. Thanks, Jim. 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 Thanks, Jim. All those scores, Jim. All those games happened tonight, Jim. Really? It wasn't just our game? Wow, Jim. Jim, there's other sports, Jim. It is football. People will continue to watch. I mean, that Texans game Saturday got 29 million viewers over the weekend. And the Emmys, Jim. Jim, the Emmys, too, Jim. Jim, did you see that, Jim? Thank you, Steve. Just don't clear a shelf space, Tony. For your Emmy. (laughs) The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, the Eagles are home. The Cowboys are home. The Steelers are home. But there is one guy who we need to spotlight because of the night he had. It's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. LeBron James. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. 
I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Bada-bing. Live from the TireRack.com studios. And, uh, yes, a lot of tonight filled with the loss by the Eagles. Good luck, Nick Sirianni. You're going to get fired. The loss by the Dallas Cowboys. Good luck, Mike McCarthy. You're getting fired. Uh, we are about positivity. We want to always spotlight positive. And there's Look at you. You don't want to do is- the uh, Lane Johnson spewing vitriol and cursing or Jason Kelsey crying? Uh, well, J- Jason Kelsey didn't want to talk. Dude, you do a podcast all the time. Come on, man. Same oh, listen to my podcast. I'll talk. I'll talk. Oh, but I can't talk after the game, man. Come on, dude. What's that? What's that? You got to talk. Uh, but the night belonged to none other than Baker Mayfield. All right now, when we picked this game on Friday, we told you Buccaneers were going to win because the Eagles just had too many problems, and you don't just solve your problems that are weeks-long problems in the playoffs. You can solve a problem in a week in the play. Hey, we have a bad game, the final game. Let's flip the script the next week. You can see that, but this is a six-week downturn for the Eagles, who I knew were going to show up and play like they were dead from the neck up, which is exactly what they did. But Mayfield tonight, 337 and three touchdowns, and the Buccaneers win it 32-9. to I always like being surprised because not not a lot really surprised. There's shocking things in sports, but doing this for so long, I always like being surprised. I never thought Baker Mayfield had this type of career resurgence and a renaissance in him. I thought he's coming into this year at Tampa Bay. He is holding on to his last chance to be a starting quarterback. He's a bridge guy until Tampa goes and gets their next quarterback in the offseason. Brady retired. They're moving on. He may even start half the season. Instead, he's one win away from the NFC Championship. He had his best season yet as an NFL player. He's going to get a three-year, $100 million contract to stay with Tampa. And he's the big winner. He's, he's out Geno Smithing Geno Smith from last year. I mean, and I never saw this coming because he was done with the Panthers. He was done at the end with the Cleveland Browns. But he found the right system. But more importantly, the biggest thing, and I guarantee you this, you asked this, he would say the same thing. I've grown up 
from when I was in my early days sure. in the NFL. When he had didn't find there was no controversy he didn't want a part of. He wanted to do commercials. He was about swagger. And at some point, probably before the season, he realized, okay, I can run around the field and plant flags in college. I can't do that in the NFL. There's a reason why quarterbacks that succeed don't sit there every day and, and put their swagger on display. Right. So what did he do? He goes to Tampa and he's out of the spotlight, which is the best part for him because we weren't talking about Tampa a lot this year. And it's not like they had a great year that an up and down year and they barely squeaked in. But he was silent. He wasn't involved in any controversy. There was not one time in the offseason this season we talked about Baker Mayfield, something he said, something he did where we had done that. Hundreds of times in the past, he realized this is the way I need to. This is what I need to do to be a quarterback. And he was taken number one in the draft for a reason. And now finally, he is showing why. It took him a long time to get there, but he's there. But that's the biggest reason why he stayed away from all the crap and all the stuff that doesn't matter and all the controversy. He needed to stay away from anyway. And instead, he just played football. This is the first year he was just able to play football in a long time. And look at that. He's got the best year of his career. I love being surprised. I didn't see it coming, but I got to give him a lot of credit for it. Well, you got a good coordinator who came over from Seattle to help solve things. 2,000-yard receivers, Rashad White. You've got a, a functional organization there with Super Bowls, your guy, uh, getting his playoff W here. Uh, and now he's going to go beat the Lions to keep things Stop going. So we'll that. do a celebration of him once again next week. Yep. As they blitz the hell out of Jared Goff and force him into mistakes. Why you, are you now rooting for the Lions? Just because my family, because I picked the Lions to go to the Super Bowl preseason. It's the yeah. best bowl prediction we've ever had, and it's going to come true. And instead, you guys want to go, oh, no, I'm rooting against the Lions because of this. Well, this is not even we're the Jets we're doing a we're celebration about. of Baker Mayfield. So this I'm continuing that feel-good story of Baker Mayfield. And it's a feel-good story It's a better right story. Now. It's it's not a better Baker Mayfield a better story than the the Lions hadn't they no had he's a tale of redemption that one he's a tale of redemption years. of how you can have it all handed to you and how it can all go to hell based on the who you surround yourself with and your circumstances no he got to a better space he was humbled like the Iron Sheik always says sometimes you need to be humbled he was humbled goes to Tampa Bay four thousand yards twenty eight touchdowns ten picks and a monster night. To eliminate the Eagles. Let's go. And Ric Flair was the captain of the crew. The Lions have had nothing for 30 years. You're talking about having nothing. They had Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford. You had nothing. You couldn't make the playoffs. You couldn't win a game. You couldn't win the game. They had nothing for 30 years. Nothing. 30 years versus five years of Baker Mayfield. Oh, just stop. Just admit you're hating. You're just a hater. You're a hater. And we'll do it again all week long. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, swollen hater. It is Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. This is Fox. Haterade. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.